Welcome to Ask Rip. <laughs> Our favorite part of the week is answering questions from you. Uh, tonight, we've got a little uh, got a little deal we're going to do with uh, a question from our internet buddy, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Milo is uh, a gay conservative guy from London. Uh, he's a friend of a friend, and so I regard him as a friend of mine as well. Milo was recently de-verified by Twitter. And uh, now this is apparently a big deal. Apparently, Twitter verification is a is a status that's given to you by Twitter. You can't request it. Twitter uh, verifies accounts with high traffic rates, and they certify apparently that the person holding the account is in fact the person in question. And I don't believe for a second that anyone at Twitter is worried about. Uh, Milo's at Nero account uh, being somehow suddenly taken over by an imposter. I think that probably what happens is is that since Milo is both conservative and gay, uh, this is too much for people at Twitter to process. And as a result, they have de-verified his account so that he'll go down in the rankings. Well, I think that's bullshit myself. And as a result, uh, we wish Milo the best. And uh, we're going to answer a question that he posted last week uh, that got forwarded to us. I've been in contact with him and he's uh, asked us to, yes, please answer this question. It's, uh, it's very interesting. And I did a little research on this as a result of, uh, of this question. And his question reads as follows. Is there research that's sh showing a link between victimhood, grievance culture, progressivism generally, and low testosterone levels? Uh, what an excellent question. Uh, the only thing I can, I, I don't believe that there is any specific research linking uh, these present odd new types of sociology with, uh, with testosterone levels, and I doubt very seriously that such research uh, could be performed in today's academic climate. Uh, all we can do is look at all of the previous uh, research that's been done with respect to testosterone levels in sociology and make some inferences. Uh, so what we see when we, when we look at the effects of testosterone levels is that behavior is not really related to testosterone levels in pre-adolescent or adolescent males. Uh, the effects of testosterone generally have to do with the reorganization of the physiology. Testosterone uh, has profound effects on uh, sexual differences in men's and in women. And we've previously discussed the effects of testosterone, the chronic and the acute effects of testosterone in motor unit recruitment in articles and some other stuff that we've done on this on this board. It appears as though early exposure in utero and shortly postpartum uh, in human males uh, is responsible for laying down architecture that will be activated during puberty later on, receptor site structures and and these sort of things, in addition to secondary sexual characteristics and their precursors. 
These things are the role of testosterone early in human life. Uh, these, these things go largely dormant until puberty, and at that point, uh, the role of testosterone appears to be primarily that of reorganizing physiology and, and is responsible in men from moving uh, boys from Tanner stage one through to the complete Tanner stage five. Uh, in terms of behavior, the, the effects appear to be minimal. But in adult males, the situation is completely different. In adult males, higher levels of testosterone are associated with uh, greater levels of aggression and dominance. And lower levels of testosterone are associated with lower levels of aggression and dominance, essentially uh, retreat and submission. Now, the relationship between testosterone levels in this behavior is rather fuzzy. The correlations are there. There are firm correlations that have been established for dozens and dozens of studies relating testosterone levels to behavior. And dozens of studies have shown uh, over and over again that higher levels of testosterone are associated with, with aggression and dominance aggression being the physical expression of dominance, and the term dominance is referred to as the non-physical establishment of hierarchy. And uh, retreat and submission uh, are uh, likewise the physical and non-physical uh, <clears throat> demonstrations of, of this social organization. The uh, presence of high levels of testosterone is both caused by, as it appears from the research, caused by and the cause of dominance and aggression. And the low levels of testosterone are both caused by and the cause of lower levels of dominance and aggression, those the, the term retreat and submission. And as a result, uh, the relationship can kind of go both ways. There are feedback loops that affect uh, this type of behavior. In other words, a successful dominance display raises testosterone. Elevated testosterone levels are likely to precipitate uh, subsequent dominance successful dominance displays and so forth. So the, the loop feeds back on itself and it works in both directions. So with this in mind, what can we say or what can we infer between victimhood, grievance culture and progressivism generally and low testosterone levels? Well, once again, in the absence of any concrete studies, I think that, that we have to just Speculate, And my speculation would be that victimhood and grievance are perfect synonyms for submission and retreat. And that, that uh, what has happened recently in, in, in the development of, of the sociology of victimhood, grievance, culture, and progressivism is that what we have done is figured out finally a way as a society to make it okay to have low testosterone levels. And I think that is the functional 
justification for the acceptance in many parts of society of this, these types of behavior. They're not strictly biologically successful. They are, are generally selected out of an active, physical, dominant, retreat-type culture where these kinds of dynamics are free to play back and forth. But in a highly structured, law-abiding, socially controlled environment such as we find ourselves in today, uh, high levels of testosterone are often associated with antisocial, antisocial types of behavior. And high levels of socialization are prized nowadays. And I think that uh, Milo's question is right on point here. My speculation would be that uh, not only are lower testosterone levels associated with the victimhood, grievance culture, and progressivism generally, I would say that the acceptance of this type of behavior is a way to both uh, reward low levels of testosterone and to encourage low levels of testosterone. Now, whether you like that or not is up to you. But thanks for joining us.